Engaging presentations on the most urgent problem of our day and what you can do about it. Now, the End Abortion Podcast by Priests for Life. Hello friends, pro-life leader Frank Pavone here welcoming you to our time of daily prayer and scripture. Thank you for coming. Thank you for bringing others. Thank you for leaving your prayer intentions in the comments, which you're always free to do. We're here to pray for one another, as well as for the great needs of our times. Let's put ourselves in the presence of the Lord. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Lord Jesus, we worship you today because we proclaim and acknowledge that you are the only Lord, the only Savior. You are the one that leads us to salvation. You are the way, the truth, and the life. You are the one who died for us and rose again. You are the one whose blood washes away our sins, and we repent of those sins once again. We pray for our families especially. We pray for our friends. We pray for our fellow believers. As we delve into your word, may they do the same. As we receive the grace of your Spirit, may it overflow on them too. May it indeed embrace the whole world. We pray through Christ our Lord. Amen. Our reading today is from the Gospel of Luke. As Jesus approached Jericho, a blind man was sitting by the roadside begging. And hearing a crowd going by, he inquired what was happening. They told him, Jesus of Nazareth is passing by. He shouted, Jesus, son of David, have pity on me. The people walking in front rebuked him, telling him to be silent. But he kept calling out all the more, son of David, have pity on me. Then Jesus stopped and ordered that he be brought to him. And when he came near, Jesus asked him, what do you want me to do for you? He replied, Lord, please let me see. Jesus told him, have sight. Your faith has saved you. He immediately received his sight and followed him, giving glory to God. When they saw this, all the people gave praise to God. Brothers and sisters, this is such an instructive lesson, this gospel passage from Luke 18. Do you notice the sin that is committed in this, in this event? What's the sin? The sin is those who were trying to silence the blind beggar. That's a sin. He was expressing his faith openly. He was calling on Jesus, acknowledging him as the son of David, and acknowledging that he had the power to help him by saying, son of David, have pity on me. He was publicly professing his faith in Jesus, trying to get near to Jesus, trying to get Jesus' attention. Some were rebuking him, telling him to be silent. What is that all about anyway? Sometimes we don't want others to express their faith. Sometimes there are people who don't want others to come near to Jesus. That's a terrible sin. The Lord Jesus Christ wants everyone to come to Him. He doesn't exclude anybody. Now when they come to Him, they have to know what they're coming to and they have to know what they want. Jesus asks this man what he wants. 
And they have to know how Jesus is going to change them. And they have to want that change, be willing to change, and so forth. Coming to him means something, and it leads somewhere very specific. We do not encounter Jesus and remain unchanged. But the sin of trying to silence somebody who's proclaiming and calling out to Jesus? Did you ever wonder why Jesus doesn't just walk over to him? I mean, it says he's sitting by the roadside. Jesus is coming down the road. How far could it have been for Jesus just to walk over to where this man was? But instead, the passage says Jesus stopped and ordered that he, the blind man who was begging, be brought to him. Who was going to bring him there? Who was going to bring him to Jesus? Maybe the very people who were rebuking him and trying to tell him to keep quiet? Might Jesus be asking here for reparation for that sin of trying to block someone from coming to Jesus? And instead he made them do the opposite and bring the man to him? Who knows? Perhaps. But it does point out the duty that we all have and the appropriateness of all of us helping each other get to Jesus. We need to be helping each other get to Jesus. We need to be helping and encouraging one another in crying out to Jesus and making our proclamation of Jesus known. we got to be helping and encouraging one another to do this. Never blocking, never impeding, never silencing. It was the same when they were bringing the children. We read in Matthew's Gospel, remember people were bringing children to Jesus and some rebuked them. And Jesus in turn said, no, don't hinder them. We think about the unborn children. We're not only trying to save their lives, we're trying to save their chance to become disciples. We need to bring them to Jesus because they can't walk to him on their own. They do not yet know how to seek him or how to cry out like this blind man did. In saving the unborn, in advocating for the unborn, we're bringing them to Jesus. These are his future disciples that are being killed off by abortion. We need to give these children the opportunity not just to enjoy natural human life. We need to give them the opportunity to enjoy supernatural life. We need to give them the opportunity to hear the word of God and to believe it and to let it change them and to proclaim it in their lives. What a beautiful passage. Let us bring the children, let us bring all who are in need to the one, the only one, who can save them, Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. Lord, we turn to you once again. Thank you for healing the blind beggar, giving him back his sight, but giving him above all, Lord, the gift of faith because you told him his faith had healed him, but you gave him that gift of faith to begin with. Lord, faith is seeing, seeing who you are. Just as you healed the blind man, the man born blind, and he also expressed the faith that you bestowed on him to understand that you truly are the Lord our God. So we worship you again today, and as we worship you, Lord Jesus, we intercede for the whole world. We intercede for our leaders, both in church and in 
the state. We intercede for people who are trying to proclaim your gospel, but whom others have tried to keep silent. We intercede, for example, for Bishop Strickland, who, like these people here in the gospel, told of the blind man that he has been told in different ways to keep quiet about certain truths. We pray for all those priests, bishops, and other preachers who have been told either by church authority or by state authority to keep quiet. And instead, Lord Jesus, you want us to speak. You want us to follow the example of this man in this gospel passage and cry out all the louder in your name. And so we pray today for magnificent courage to be poured out, abundant courage to be poured out in the hearts and minds of all believers and those who want to speak or are trying to speak, Lord, give them full voice. Let their voice reach even farther than they imagined in the spirit of the scripture that says, I believed, therefore I spoke. Give healing, Lord, to those who are ill. Give consolation to those who are sorrowing. Calm the spirits of those who are afraid. Make your presence known to those who are lonely. Grant peace in our world. Grant defense to Israel. Grant wisdom to voters and activate them for our nation's critical 2024 elections. Bless us now as we pray the words you taught us. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever and ever. Amen. We pray to our Heavenly Mother, Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. Thanks for joining me, friends. Bring others to join us as well, and we will talk to you tomorrow. Hello, this is Father David Begany, one of the many members of Priests for Life. This organization is one of the largest and most visible pro-life ministries in the world. Priest, the Priests for Life team relies on your financial support to be able to do its work, produce its programs, and travel the world to advocate for the unborn. May I ask you to support Priests for Life generously? Go today to ProLifeGift.org and give us as generous a gift as you can. Thank you for your kindness and be assured of our prayers for you every day. This has been the End Abortion Podcast. To learn more, to help end abortion, and to connect with us on social media, visit endabortion.net.